Avete, fratris and sororis. And that includes uh, everyone of any gender, all seven of them. Um, I'm referring to you as a sibling in Latin. Don't be creeped out too much by the Latin. I know there's a lot of creepiness about Latin, but it's all meant to be, you know, positive. <clears throat> and welcome. This is very honored frater BT's Esoterra Nerd podcast. Okay, I'll break that down for you. Very honored in this uh, context specifically refers to having attained the grade of 5 equals 6 in a more or less traditional Golden Dawn order. If that means nothing to you, then don't worry about it. Uh, frater means brother. I'm uh, male. Uh, and BT stands for Ben Tifaret, uh, which is son of Tifaret. If that means nothing to you, then just keep listening. Um, maybe some of it will start making sense down the road. If you're curious about that intro music that I used, it was uh, Japanese musician Susumu Ueda, together with the monks at Jofuku Temple. The theme of the fire element, the meditation on the element of fire. Uh, you can Google that and not find it. You can look on Amazon and iTunes and also not find it. If you would like a copy of the rest of that song, next time you are in Osaka, just take the Sakai Suju line towards Tenga Chaya. From there, take the Nankai Limited Express, uh, Koya 3, towards Gokura Kubashi. And then at Gokura Kubashi Station, catch the Nankai Koyasan Cable Car, which uh, will take you up the that last stretch of the mountain and then you catch the bus there and uh, then just look at the map it's one of the 14 stops and go in to the temple and uh, meet the monks and be overwhelmed by the beauty of Mount Koyasan at the the heart of Japanese culture and esoteric Shingon Buddhism and uh, then on your way out at the gift shop you can get a copy for those of you who, who don't already know, um, this is the fifth podcast that I'm starting. The first is Edward Reeb's podcast. The second is uh, the Coffee House and Interdimensional Odyssey. The third, Coffee and Fireworks. The fourth, Gwydion's Astral Podcast. The fifth is To Be a Yogi, or To Be Yogi, the number two and B hyphen yogi. It's known by both names. And then, uh, is that the fifth? Okay, so this is the sixth podcast. Uh, very honored Frater BT's Esoterra Nerd podcast. Esoterra Nerd, of course, being a, uh, a combination of the words esoteric and nerd. Um, esoteric meaning for the few. Um, well, since nerd means being to be a specialist in something, uh, and it's kind of a little bit redundant um, to say esoteric nerd, but it's not because the word esoteric has connotations of being magic or being mysticism or being you know esotericism. Oh, it's very esoteric. You know, it has multiple multiple layers of meaning. And then nerd, as in, <sighs> well, you know. Uh, my my peers were were becoming other kinds of nerds nerds in you know programming nerds in in you know different things that are useful i was becoming a nerd in esotericism i um was deeply into wicca when i was a, a teenager and then i delved into golden dawn and pretty much did that 24/7 for 18 and a half years and um then i then i i i left the group that i was with um very gracefully and uh, and it's been a couple of years. 
um, since I've been out on the outside. And since then, I've uh, had the time and energy to turn my life around. I uh, became a yoga instructor, um, and I've uh, kind of gotten gotten healthy. I've quit smoking, and uh, well, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. I, you know, I'm being productive. I'm making podcasts, clearly. And uh, well, anyhow, let's let's move on, shall we? Um, I made the announcement on Facebook that I was going to be uh, doing this podcast, and I put a general announcement out to everyone that if they wanted to call, here's my phone number, and call at any time, and if I answer the phone, we're on the air. And so my ex-stepfather, 1993, was probably the last time I spoke to him. Um, and so he saw the invitation, and he he took it. You've reached Edward Reeves' voicemail. I am unavailable at the moment, but please do leave a message, including your name, the reason for your call, and the best number to reach you, and I'll give you a call back as soon as possible. Thank you very much. Good morning, Edward Reeb. This is Dennis Turkish, a voice, a name, and a person from another lifetime. And I am attempting to allow my spirit to flow in the present time with you and to wish you the very best of what the offer of the universe affords you and that you receive it upon asking. Otherwise, known as a major component of science of mind. I hope to hear from you soon. I hope you're in the best of health, you and Janie both. Have a beautiful day, my friend. Take care. Bye-bye. Good Samaritan Hospital. This is Sophie. Hi. Is uh, Dennis Turkish available? Let me transfer you to his extension. One second, please. Thank you. Good morning, this is Dennis Turkish. Hi, Dennis Turkish. This is Edward Reeb. Hey! Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Brother, brother, man! Oh, crazy! (laughs) Wow! How's it going? Um, I am having a time of my life. That's great. I finally grew up. (laughs) I finally grew up on the outside. I'm never going to grow up inside, but I finally grew up and became, went back to school, Many years of schooling, after two masters in human science, I became a marriage family therapist. Nice. Is that crazy or what? So you're working at Good Samaritan Hospital there? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I, I saw the visual voicemail, and I saw your name, and so I just hit the button, and then she answered, Good Samaritan Hospital. I'm like, oh, God, he's in the hospital? <laughs> so I'm like, is Dennis Turkish available? And she said, let me transfer you to his extension. And I'm thinking, his extension. His ex- oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So did you see the uh, – are you calling into the podcast? Yes, 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 yes. Awesome, awesome. Okay, then, then we're on the air. Cool. Awesome. You're our first guest. This is the first episode. And uh, I guess I should introduce you. Um, Everyone, this is my stepdad. Can I call you that or or ex-stepdad or stepdad? No, no, no. You call me your stepfather, and I always refer to you as my stepson. All right. The one, the one, 
that has gone above and beyond the physical world okay, <laughs> in the thought of mind. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you've earned it. I mean, that's who you are, right? I'm not making up anything, am I? I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I've, you know, I've done my best, um, but uh, here, wait, one, one sec, what, please? Oh, it's it's. You remember I downloaded that illegal software to record other people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, my wife Janie was asking, uh, yeah. how how are you recording? Yeah. So now I, I've got it set up. It's really easy for podcasting because anytime I'm on the phone, I'm recording, and then I can I, I can and then that way if bill collector if I'm on the phone with a bill collector and they say, are you ready for your confirmation number? I'm like always. <laughs> like, anytime, just bring it on. <laughs> and then it clouds. As soon as I'm on a Wi-Fi, it clouds, and so you know, even if I drop my phone, I still have record of all my conversations. So it's kind of nice. I love it. You know, that's something I should do because uh, uh, my brain is no longer keeping record of everything that I do and see. So maybe I should have a cloud integrated into my neural system. Maybe I think that's next. I mean, I think that's probably within 50 or 60 years. That'll be like a non, a non-joking, non-sci-fi thing. It'll be very much science. Reality. Well, yeah, it will be our reality, and then we have to always ask the question, the matrix. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or the Borg, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've, okay. I've recently discovered um, artichoke extract. Really? It apparently, you know how Viagra, well, maybe you don't know, but Viagra <laughs> blocks the... Uh, <laughs> It's the PE. It's the. I think it's the PED four enzyme, um, and and that goes around munching up all the uh, lowercase C capital AMP. The the stuff that uh, you know it has a particular definition. I don't have it in front of me. It has like the, a, a bunch of uh, bullet points of what it does. But basically, it uh, strengthens and allows the cells to uh, you know grow and be tough and handle, for example, you know, an electrical surge better and have a better infrastructure. I mean, that's in the case of the brain, but it, it works all throughout the body. And P, PED4 or whatever it is, uh, its specific function is to go around and get rid of all the excess camp in the male genital region. And so so when you're aroused and then your grandma walks in, it goes away because you're not you're not actively, you know, maintaining it. But if uh, if you if if you have something in Inhibiting the PED4 yeah. enzyme, then your grandma walks in, it doesn't go away. Right. And so that that's uh, it, the PED5 enzyme does the exact same thing in the brain. And so if you get really interested in something, or if you're in a foreign land, or you're in love, or whatever it is, um, then you get all this extra camp. But then when you get bored, something starts. You hear the song you've heard a thousand times. Then uh, then 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 the PED5 kicks in and, and gets rid of all the excess. And then you're not really forming new brain cells. You know, I mean, you're you're sort of bored and your the brain is a lower function. Well, this is the Viagra for the brain. So you maintain so you can actually focus on I spent an entire day researching Bitcoin without a break. Yeah. Yeah. I you. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's God. great. It's good yeah. stuff. So it, it, I mean I recommend that for I mean I've been listening to this uh, podcast called Smart Drug Smarts and uh, getting into like you know natural ways to improve brain function and uh, you know I am all for the holistic uh, Eastern medicine uh, approach I mean you know just just you know I've, I've allowed myself to open up uh, the spectrum of possibilities okay you know because of my own philosophical belief system but I bring it down to earth with respect of what you're just speaking about, 
to investigate that and to take something that you wouldn't normally look at or consider and say, can it be possible? Would it be possible? And why not would it be possible? You know, and so forth. Yeah. And uh, so that's where I'm at with things now in life. Uh, I just, um, let's see, what number am I at right now? Number 10. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the but the, the last one didn't end in divorce, though. So. Uh no, Edward. That was number nine. Yeah. But so I mean, I went into number ten. By the way, this last. Yeah. Year. Well, but number ten, it's not like oh another one. You know, it's like oh wow, okay, well, glad you're okay. You know, <laughs> like that number yeah. nine was rough. You know. Uh yeah yeah yeah. You know, and it was so comical. She had such a wild sense of humor. Uh, she was beautifully bipolar as I am, you know. And so for the wedding march, uh, we got married in the Masonic Hall in the, you know, in the, uh, whatchamacallit, you know, I'm a Mason now, all right? Mm-hmm. So we got married uh, inside of the uh, shrine, as it were, you know, where we all normally assemble. And, uh, not Judy, but Carla says, you know, since I'm number nine, I don't want the traditional marriage march or the or the wedding march, right? Mm-hmm. We played the Beatles, number nine, number nine, number nine. Oh, we did this, okay? Did anyone laugh? Uh the older folks didn't get it, but people my age on down, oh, good. right on top, knew me. And they they were laughing off of their asses. Okay? That's funny. Yeah. On a, was, on, on a semi-related note, if you Google revolution number nine and a half weeks, um, it's, you know, a sort of wordplay by a, a musician named Cosmo Topper, and, okay. and he had me do the music video. So, oh, really? so if you look yeah. that up, I did the music video. Okay, no, what, number nine, nine and a half? It's uh, revolution number nine and a half weeks. And a half weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, and a half is like, you know, just the one slash two, at least the way I wrote it when I put the video up, but... Uh, how freaking genius. Oh, you know, you know, oh, and just for the listeners, my mom was number five uh, back in 1990, October, was it? Oh, my God, let's see. Uh, it was now, you know. Our, Donna was number four. Cindy was number right. three. Who was number? No, no, no. Debbie was number three. Debbie was, was number, number three. Two. Oh, and the first one was the one with the football players. You remember. <laughs> I Edward, Edward. Uh, <laughs> that was what the the trauma that resulted in the recurring. I I don't mean to break break you break you down in a in no, a soundbite. No, please, no, no, There is a positive out of all of this, folks. For all of you that are listening, okay, I am working on a book. Hopefully, I'll be having it out uh, in the mid part of 2017, and it is entitled Ten Wife Times." Okay. Oh. <laughs> and there's and and there's ten chapters in it, and each chapter is titled. It has a title to it that reflects the wife who I was with and the wife I was living. Okay, and it takes on a very whimsical, comical frolic through my life as I turned into a chameleon, trying to adapt to the wife that I so took in as my partner. And uh, it doesn't look at tragedies. It looks at 
the life experiences within each marriage. And like wife, okay, chapter number one, Edward, uh, was called Too Too Many, okay? Uh, chapter two, Little Cindy Lou Who, okay? Chapter three is Fuck the Duck, okay? Chapter four, three simple letters, O, C, D. Number five, The Good Witch of the West, okay? <laughs> All right, which I loved your mother for because one morning, Saturday morning, we wake up in bed and she just rolls over and looks at me and she says, honey, I need to tell you something. I'm a witch. <laughs> okay? I said, what? <laughs> I'm waiting for her to twitch her nose and I turn into a frog, you know? Yeah. You know, she enlightened me with the Wiccan and which I thought was really beautiful and just really, really sweet. Uh, and chapter, let's see, Six was gone postal. Number seven, well grounded. Number eight was Catherine, the not so great. And chapter nine, entitled To the End. Now I say that to the end, not because of what happened to her, because of what she said to me, Edward, when I came up to Tehachapi, she's driving me around for the first time. And I looked at her and I said, Carla, where did that road go? I saw it slope down off of the freeway, then into the valley, and then going off into the mountains, disappearing. And I said, Carla, where did that go? And she's driving, and so sweetly she says and looks at me, to the end, and, it, and she keeps on driving. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, chapter nine is to the end, yeah. And uh, chapter ten, I have to retitle that because we filed for divorce last month. Mm. So, I was going to title that the best for the last, right? Right. Well, I got to do some work on now, that. Now, this is this okay. is Judy too, right? Judy, yes, this is Judy number two. Oh my God! You know, yeah, yeah, Judy one, Judy two. See, Edward, I got to stop because I'm repeating names again. Okay. <laughs> here, let me. Uh, I got to disconnect from the Bluetooth here because we're okay. having a little okay. bit of technical difficulty. One moment. Okay. okay. Yeah. Done with that. So, right. so here's what I'm thinking. Um, since we are we are on the air, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's keep an eye out for that book. What was the title? Ten, my ten wives. Ten, the wives. Uh, it's called King Henry the Eighth, or what was it? Ten. Okay. Ten wife times. Ten wife times. Got it. Okay. Ten so, okay. in a couple okay. years. Uh, but, yes, I'm looking at 2017, the first or middle part of it, yeah. What I'm thinking is I've got a lot of people that are probably tuning in and they're going, wow, Frater BT's got a podcast. What's he going to be talking about? Is he going to be talking about initiation? Is he going to be talking about Kabbalah? Is it Tree of Life? Is it Geomancy? Is it Buddhism? He's got this Buddhism thing. So uh, so tell me, something, 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 uh, you, you became not just a Mason, but... A master mason? There was a point where you were... Yes. Is there anything you are able to talk about publicly? Absolutely. 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 And, and, and if not, I will deviate around the question and be sure. kind and gentle. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so just uh, briefly, tell me what that was like. For me, the initiation into the Brotherhood, it was uh, very enlightening. It gave me uh, a better sense of direction. Uh, to understand the basic tenets 
of uh, being a mason, which is open, it can be discussed, and it aligns with the more stronger uh, society of which which you live in, and to allow you to take responsibility more, uh, you know, having more of a conscious awareness of understanding that you are only as good as your word. Okay. Right. And if you say it, you do it. And if you don't, well, you're going to have issues with the brothers in the, um, you know. Yeah, like William Morgan, yeah. Right, you know, yeah, okay. Say it, do it, and if not, then don't say it. And and I follow and I subscribe by the three basic tenets of being a Mason in Freemasonry. And that is simply truth, justice, and relief. These are the three pillars. Relief? With an F? Okay, uh, relief, right, relief. Uh, you give relief to somebody. Now, that goes back many, 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 many years ago, going back to uh, George Washington's army and fighting off the British. Mm-hmm. You know, Freemasonry goes back to like 1717, back in above in England, where they first formed and congregated their first meeting. Um, so the problem arose during the uh, Revolutionary War, uh, George Washington being a Mason, and those that came over in the British Army, many of the officers were Masons. Well, of course, with the signal that they would give to George Washington and his men, he would give them relief as they were a fellow brother, but not so much where George Washington would be in danger. So, we bring relief to those who are fellow Masons, but only to the point that we will not endanger or jeopardize our own standing in our families and community. We give them consideration above and beyond, okay, let's say. Right. But uh, the concept of truth, you live by truth. Again, your, your word is saying who you are. And the justice is to say, all right, let's look at whatever happens with a just and keen eye, um, we follow by what the letter of the law is, but at the same time, we give relief where we can, which can be interpreted as mercy as well, okay? Mm-hmm. Those three basic tenets, again, allow you to stand upright in the community, uh, take hold and take ownership of what it stands for. And again, you yourself will become a better member of society and society's needs in the community in which you reside in. It's, 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 it's reassuring. It lets you take hold of something that you believe in and you're part of something much larger than yourself and you understand what your individual role is within that larger unit of operation in our country. Okay. Are, are you, are you familiar with the Sefer Yetzirah? Uh, no, and I probably should be. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just curious. Yeah, I've heard a lot of, um, I mean, I've seen some documentaries and things. I remember uh, in, um, you know, olden times, they probably don't do this as much anymore, maybe okay. maybe in certain states, but like uh, the, the head mason would break the champagne bottle on the cornerstone of the church after it was built, and then they would name the city, and that was kind of how a lot of our cities got named um, in that, in that kind of ceremonious. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, uh, we still do the cornerstone setting of the cornerstone ceremony uh, in the public buildings. Okay, and uh, yes, uh, they no, they they do that ongoing here. But 
they don't name the building, you know, after the Masonic Lodge. Right, right, okay. I see. They do inscribe on the cornerstone as to who and how it was placed in at that date. I see. Yes. So that's what we do now. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you're still actively doing that? Uh, I haven't, you know, I have to say in the last two years... I have not been as active as I have wanted to be. Yeah, I, much, I, I can relate with that. I, I spent 18 years. So basically, after the last time I saw you, was uh-huh. uh, let's just say we'll use my dad's funeral as a marker. Um, so oh, that, yeah. that was, yeah. uh, what, October of uh-huh. 93. Yeah. So I probably didn't see you much after that. Uh-huh. Um, so, but by November of 94, so this is just a year and a month after last time I saw you, right. um, was when I, my mom and I joined the, uh, one of the Golden Dawn Orders in a, in okay. a, in a garage in Fontana. Uh-huh. And, uh, became very actively involved and basically were doing at least one or two things a week, uh, sure. from that point forward. Uh-huh. Right around the time I was 18, I was like starting to, feel jaded. I didn't like the politics. I thought there was a lot of hypocrisy going on. Yeah. My yeah. my teacher in particular, they had like stolen his journal and okay. and made copies of it and passed it around in the inner uh-huh. school and discussed the things he was writing in his personal journal right. and things like that. So he was oh. leaving and so I was like I'm out too. And and so my mom okay. said, "Well, I'm going to keep going." And uh then so she built a temple in the house. And Beautiful. uh then she introduced me to this girl, and then I came back to the temple, and then she died. And then, uh, oh, yeah, so it was, right, right. so it was me and this girl running the temple at the, uh-huh. in the house. And then, it, then it burned down about eight months later. And then I moved in with uh, this old guy who. Wait, wait, wait! What burnt down? What my old bedroom. That, my old bedroom that had turned into a temple. You know, my okay, Jennifer. Jennifer told me something briefly about that. I was teaching once or twice a week out at the temple in uh, the Inland Empire. I was teaching once a week okay. here at the house. Uh-huh. I was performing initiations basically every Saturday for a long time. We were okay. we were sort of the most uh, labor intensive of the Golden Dawn Orders for sure. Okay. A lot of politics had gone. You know, we had undergone some some splittings of dividing uh-huh. off. There's actually there there are several temples in existence today which. I I won't say oh their existence that's mm-hmm. something that is a, is a different spin which isn't my spin um, but the 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 original organization structure of those mm-hmm. temples and the, the the founders of those temples started out as people who were initiating people under the banner of the order that I was with I see. so so you know I mean everybody nobody wants to be thought of as oh you're a schismatic order mm-hmm. you know so everybody's like no 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 you know like that order was one of many teachers I had you know or whatever sure. it is that and so so that being said there's like three such orders in French Canada that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. There's uh, and and I know the heads of all of them, and they may or may not be listening to this. Hi Zach. Hi Martin. <laughs> Hi, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then there's you know there's the CSS, which I, I'm really proud of the CSS. That was right at the end in 2011 uh-huh. in March. All of the temples, except for the one in California, which was the one that it, that was the original in that order, in the order I was in, all of those other temples, you know, banded together and rejected the the cult leader figure, and created a new constitution, and they have a more democratically based 
system, yeah. and they're still in operation, and I, I have good relations with them, and they're very sweet. Good. They're called the Golden Dawn Order of the Collegium Ad Spiritum Sanctum. Okay. And then the original order, I stayed with that. I didn't go with the revolution. I stayed with you the original branch off. You stayed right. with the, uh, yeah. And then, and then, you know, I kind of, you know, was being be, being stubborn about speaking up and all that kind of thing. And eventually, um, the, the head of step, wait, 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 you were being stubborn. I not speaking up. No, no, no. I was, I was, I rather than walking out, there was literally a ceremony where half the half the members got up and walked out at the beginning of the ceremony. Ah. I stayed in the temple and then stood up and yelled into the face of the man they were walking out on. So I, so I stayed for another year and a half, and eventually the that California temple also split from that guy, uh-huh. and and became known as the uh, Golden Dawn Universum. I should know. I gave you know, well, a friend of mine came up with the name and then I, I made a Facebook page with that name and then they named their order after it. So so now there's five, six, seven. There's one in Texas that it was okay. you know there's so so there's a lot of people that uh that you know, we all used to be in one little room and now they're all in they're all running their own things. And okay. I think overall it's a positive thing. It's kind of rogue and, and uh you know, people People in their garages, as opposed to going to Masonic halls. Uh, although the GDU is now renting a Masonic hall, and they have a, a they're building a relationship okay. with the Masons in, in that context um, for well, their. Very nice, very nice. And I will tell you, whatever uh, body you belong to, be it the Masonic, be it uh, a Temple Beth Shalom, be it uh, some greater God, grace of whatever church, of whatever denomination is, you're always, through time, will find members of any governing body in a religious or philosophical form. You will see them have internal growth and they split. Yeah. They split away. And it's like, Saying, okay, the baby birds have matured exactly. in the nest, and exactly. they're going to fly off now. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, this is what I found out: we had a split in our Masonic lodge uh, two years ago. Um, Around the time you stopped from- going. Right. Exactly. Well, there's a there's an interesting story. Uh, and <laughs> Would you mind commenting? <laughs> that will be another. Okay. Call, okay. All okay. Right? I'll keep you guys in suspense. So, <laughs> look, look, look. I gotta run. I gotta do my day job now. Okay. All okay. Right? Well, thank you for calling in. It's been yeah. been interesting, and well, and yeah. feel free to call again, and we'll work it into another episode. I'll go ahead and make this episode one. Would you care to name the episode? Would I care? Yeah, I would like to name the episode Long Co- Okay, Long Time in Coming. Long Time in? in coming, right. Long Time in Coming. That, that, they're going to think that sounds dirty. All right. All right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's go back. All right. I gavalt my excuse me. I could call it that, you know. I could, you know. Now that we now that we've addressed it, so if they're thinking, if they're thinking something dirty, we've we've called it out. The, the elephant in the room has been. Yeah, just get the right spelling of the word coming. All right. Right. Please. Right. Not like o. Alan coming. No, no. That's with an O M. Yeah. All right. right. Okay. All right, so this has been. Are you officially Doctor Dennis David Turkish DDT? Uh, DDT. 
<laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh, uh, no, you. Are those your initials? Yeah, no, you can call me Doctor Turkish. And and, my, and my for my name. for my Armenian listeners, he's not actually Turkish. That was Ellis no, Island. They no. shortened his Thank Russian you. name. It is Russian. He's no relation to anyone Turkish. That's right. We have problems in the Ukraine, okay? And to you and Turkish listeners, I have no problem with Turks. It's cool. And to you Armenian listeners, I, I do. I do have problems with Turks. They need to admit the, the genocide. Cut the guns Just away. everybody get along. I love you both, and I want everybody getting along in my house. <laughs> Absolutely. Edward, I love you. Long time in coming, all right? Yeah, yeah. All I love right. you, too. We'll, we'll talk again. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. And thank you to, uh, you had asked to be known as Dr. Turkish, so that's how I'm going to list you on the episode uh, description. Thank you very much for calling, and uh, we'll talk to you next time you call in. And uh, for everyone else listening, now you have an example of how kind of freeform and, and free-flowing this is. You can call me up. We can talk about whatever. We can talk about the weather. I'll probably try to bring up something occulty just because I know a lot of the people listening, you know, see the, the image with the lawman and that temple in the background and everything. And so they're expecting a certain kind of topic from, from this. But uh, other than just having it at least involve a little bit of something maybe spiritual or esoteric Eastern or Western, it doesn't matter. If you have a question, call me. If you uh, have something you want to talk about that you think that the listeners of this podcast ought to know about, call me. If you, um, yeah, you know, just give me a call. It's uh, 626-367-9254. Doesn't matter what time it is. If I don't pick up, just leave me a message, and uh, I'll probably give you a call back. Thank you very much for listening. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Namaste. Namaste.